Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your Wednesday Sermon Podcast. I am Naima Cochran, with you as always, better known as your senior pastor of both this and Music Sermon. And with me as always is my director of HEPS, not Helps but HEPS Ministry, Mr. Karen J. Phillips. Hi, Karen. Um, I don't, I don't understand people anymore. Wait, goddamn, you're not even going to say No, because like... Can I shout your purple rain shirt real quick, though? No, like, we gonna As get to the good stuff, bro. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> talk about these dumbass girls on the internet. Oh, I can't. I heard that, I heard that most recent one is a troll, but it's stupid even don't, to be a troll. I don't, I don't. Come on out with I it, have boo. no sympathy for Gorilla Glue Girl. Her name is Tessica Brown. We need okay. to stop calling her a girl. According to reports, she's a old. grown woman. Well, we can call her Tessica Brown. That's her name. 
I don't. I don't. We're gonna get. Well, we're gonna get. Hold it. I'm trying to work on stuff, and this is testing everything I'm working on. So hold that. Hold that. Hold everything you're about to say. Hold the thought. Okay. Um, like the dumbest shit that has happened. It is the. It is the dumbest it, shit. In a it five year span of completely dumb shit. It's it's really stupid, but 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 as somebody, no no, you start defending as a, this as, a, as a black woman. No 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 no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend her, but I have empathy so for her. Because right. I know what it's like to do something this stupid to your problem. head and feel like it, and then be problem. mad. Okay, how old were you? This but stupid. it's stupid. But it's stupid. No, the last bad mistake I made with my hair was just two years ago. It was unknowing though. But it was still a. I what did you do moment. though? It was when I went to the a Dominican salon that I wasn't familiar with to get a blowout, and they snuck relaxer in my conditioner. So I had to spend. I mean, you can't tell now, but like the curl pattern that I sometimes have on here, I it took me two years to get that curl pattern mm-hmm. back because they because my hair was completely okay. virgin and it had no curl, no nothing. It would just hang straight. So for a little while, I was really scared that like that was mm-hmm. it, like. I wasn't gonna be able to restore. I, my hair. That that is like going to a but barber, I should have known better because, and yeah. then they're messing up your hairline. Those things happen. You didn't willfully yes. go to a hardware store. We don't know that she went to a hardware store, but I hear, I hear your point. And say, hmm, I'm gonna buy this shit that they put together, tape chair. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna buy a I substance hear- that Jesus and the fellow. Carpenters so in biblical times choose. would have loved to use and say, hmm, I'm going to slick down my edges. So let's back up. Let's back up for in case people at home somehow, I don't know how, but I think even the New York Times covered this shit, don't know about Tessica Brown. So last, was it just last week? I think it was just last week or, or last weekend. Um, a woman who at the time I thought was young, I thought she had to be in her 20s, but apparently she's 40. Um, posted on TikTok uh, with a slick down ponytail Do with a braid. You know why you thought she right? was twenty? She looked young, but also that was no, really stupid. That's not um, why. You know why you thought she was in her twenty? There's no grown ass woman put them big ass dumb ass eyelashes on their face. <laughs> so okay, so this one Tessica Brown from Louisiana um, posted on TikTok about this, you know, DIY at home slick down ponytail that she had. Now, for for those who are not black, what one of the first things I need you to understand is that sometimes sometimes, not just any woman with a ponytail, but when you see a woman sometimes with a ponytail that has a really long braid attached to it, that's what we call an install. That means that it's not just her hair, there's weave attached to it. And whatever she's put on to put that ponytail back is actually meant it's meant to last probably like up to a week right it's not meant to be washed out the next day it's not an automatic style like it takes some time to do it properly it's meant to last for a while so there is a hairspray or a hairline called got to be that um people use that's very strong super strong hold people use it for these kind of holding styles to apply wigs um it's it's a very strong gel, right? Or or spray. So this woman was saying that she ran out of got to be, 
And so the way she phrased it was, so I decided to use this instead. And she held up a can of Gorilla Glue adhesive spray. Now, there is a line, apparently, that I did not know about called Gorilla Snot hair gel and stuff. That's also a, a super stronghold. So one of the debates has been, did she, did she get him confused? No, did she, no, whatever. So Cara's point, Gorilla Glue products, and I say, so I'm, everything I'm saying, let me explain, everything I'm saying, I'm saying from the point of view of a frequent and consistent Gorilla Glue user. I have the adhesive spray, I have the wood glue, I have the super glue, I have some ultra super glue, I have the double-sided tape, and I have the clear mounting tape stuff. I use So you keep them in business? I, I know, and I know their products, but I used the Gorilla Glue adhesive spray that she used to slick down her hair. I have used it to hang wallpaper. It I literally used it to hang not like not the sticky back wallpaper that you self adhesive, but like regular ass wallpaper in my bathroom. I use Gorilla Glue adhesive spray to hang that wallpaper. So I know how strong it is and how tacky and sticky it is. So anyway, she used that to slick her hair down, but that process might have included. First, moosing it down, then adding the spray. Like, there could have been any other number of products compounded with Such that. Such as water. It could have been the last part. Yeah, as water. It could have been the last part where she literally, like, sprayed it all over type shit. At any rate, her hair had been shellacked to her head. Literally shellacked to her head for a month. Would not move, would not budge. No matter how many times she tried to wash it, which, when you add water to something like that that has Gorilla Glue on it, it just makes it even more permanent. Of a, It seals the bond even further, which is what I did with my wallpaper. I would spray the Gorilla Glue on the back, put a little bit of spray water, I mean, on the, I put the Gorilla Glue directly on the wall, the spray water on the back of the, what you call it, the the wallpaper, and bam, instant. And then spread it with the, spread it smoothly. And the, the works of Belle um, did the bow. Flip it. <laughs> flip it rubber, smack it up, flip it rubber down. Oh no. Um, so her hair had not moved, shampoo did not work. We weren't sure at the time what else she used. This clip quickly went viral. So of course, then everybody and their mama got suggestions for her, all kinds of stuff. Because at the time, she wouldn't have even she would not even have been able to razor it off because there was literally nothing okay. for the razor grip. to grip. Because she it was like she had a plastic mask on, right? And then something on her head, plastic stop, cap stop, on stop, her stop, head. Stop, stop, stop. And you skipped over one of the most important issues with this. What? Why did you take your ass on the internet? Why do people love to promote their losses in life so much? I do not understand. Mm. Why can't people just take their losses at home? What happened? What happened? Well, I don't know about that. She didn't have a lot of followers until after this. And of course, she blew up. Um... So, and, and some people were like, she came to the internet for advice, but she didn't actually oh, ask for advice. Did. It was more of a cautionary tale. And what stumped me at the time, because I was also thinking, was this really just confused? Because she said, um, if you are, if you want to use something on your hair, don't use this. And I was like, why is she saying don't use this as though any of us are using Gorilla Glue on our hair? Which led to people saying that she might've gotten it confused. But now I will say here, there are some issues with people who do hair and stuff at home using things that are meant for, that are not meant for skin and hair for skin and hair. Like the fact that people have had to be warned not to use like super glue for your eyelashes. 
or um you know putting other kinds of adhesives in your hair and there has been problems with people using some hairdressers using industrial glue for wig installs and damaging the scalp it's black so, history Mom. And black hair is part of black history, mom. We just we but why don't we gotta do this stupidity? Did she wait <laughs> to March? Saying. So, well, I, technically she did it in January, so she just let us know about it in February. So finally, after a couple more videos, sis goes to the ER. Um, because this is not this was not gonna be an easy solve. Like I said, they couldn't shave it off, and what she was gonna have to do was something to lift it up enough so that a razor could get under there or something else could happen. But that wasn't going to be like, let me put let me put oil on my head with a cap on it for one day. It was going to be like every day she was going to need to do like an oil treatment or she was going to need to do like acetone every day and then a, a rinse and then sleep with a cap with some oil on her head. And also her scalp was already in pain because her hair had been like that for a I month. Don't, I, I don't a realize why. Like... And during a month, a that new growth is growing under that glute. Like, her scalp is going to be so fucked up. Poor baby. Like, have you ever seen one of those videos where somebody got their wig installed wrong and left it in too long or left left weave glued in too long and when they finally take it off? Have you ever seen one of those? It's nasty because new growth can't grow properly and it gets matted and it's, it, lo- uh, it's, it looks like moss. It's really you keep doing this. You That's keep doing this. You said poor baby. The woman is 40 years old. She's not a baby. She is, I know, but I'm just saying, I know she's in pain. I know sis is in pain. But anyway, she is now, um, she's been to the ER. The ER said they could do some treatment that was going to take 20 hours. She didn't stay. Um, Decision number 48. It probably sounded very scary and painful because whatever whatever she has ahead of her is going to be painful. She can't avoid that. There's no way, unless you want to take some numbing cream and slather it over. But even still, there's no way to avoid it. It's going to be painful. She also apparently is trying to save her hair, and that is futile. That's out the door. That's out the door. And I think that's informing her decisions, too. She'll realize. So the latest thing, though, is that Twitter is arguing. There were some pictures today of her process today that were posted. Okay, I need to go look. Um, Twitter is arguing because the Gorilla Glue can on the front and the back. So for one, it says multi-purpose on the front, but under that it says like cardboard, wood, paper, plastic. Like you know what I mean? Like it has industrial materials. On and on the front it says skin irritant, eye irritant. On the back it says do not use on skin and eyes, on hair. I mean on skin. It does say hair, skin, eyes, um, clothes. It says that inhaling too much too much of the vapors can be lethal or harmful. And I'm paraphrasing. It also says that, you know, you need to turn pilot lights and all that other stuff off because it could explode. Um, but basically, it's a very fair... It has, like, poison control. It has an emergency number. What to do if you get it on skin, on this, on that. And like I said, from personal use with that spray adhesive, I either have to wear um, latex gloves with it or, like, you know, the thin gloves with it or... I have to wash my hands every few minutes and use like a nail brush to actually scrub the adhesive off my hands. It's that sticky. So my thing was just kind of like, how did you not feel from like the first brush that like, oh shit, this doesn't need to be in my hair. Um. Anyway, that said, now Twitter is arguing that she that she should sue, and I'm like, sue for for 
what? Like, she admittedly used it because um, she's since told the radio show she knew what it was and she thought she could just wash it out. So you admittedly used it outside of its intended use. Admittedly. You left it in for a month. You still didn't go to emergency treatment for like a couple face. of days after you went Look at viral. my face. And the argument people are making, which apparently she's being advised to make, is that it doesn't specifically say hair. And they're like, hair is not skin. Y'all, hair actually is part of it. It has cells in it. Your hair follicles are right beneath your skin. Where, where is their hair? Where do you have hair that you don't have skin? Actually, they come. They're a package. They, they, they come together. They, they're packaged together. And even if you did want to get into that, like biological detail, the whole problem is that Tessica's hair is glued to her scalp, which is skin. I'm just saying. So. And then people like Gorilla Glue will probably give her no. a settlement. Gorilla Glue is not giving her a dime. Let me tell you why. Because if Gorilla Glue starts... Gorilla Glue is so sticky, so tacky. I promise you somebody does something dumb with Gorilla Glue every day. I promise you people say they're going to sue Gorilla Glue every day. I promise that little Bobby done stuck his mouth to something. Somebody done stuck their fingers together. Somebody's toes. Somebody, I promise you somebody is doing something harmful with Gorilla Glue every day. They make too many products and they're too sticky for it not to be the case. They probably have one person in-house who just does this shit, right? I promise you their language is legally specific for a reason and to cover all their bases because it's very clear and all their shit is front and back. It ain't no two-point minuscule. You got to search for it. No, this, this shit is there. It's very visible. It was visible in the video when she showed the can on the video. Like, so they're not gonna give they made they released a statement that was basically like we're aware of it. This is a unique situation because our stuff is not for hair. You know, it's it's a permanent, it's a permanent glue. Uh we know that she's seeking, you know, professional treatment. We wish her the best. That is basically them saying, no, we're not. Stop adding us, we're not doing anything. Um okay, you and she's raised, she has a GoFundMe, she's raised, I think I heard nine thousand dollars. Which I Why? hope she's using. Why? She has a lot of medical why? treatments ahead of her. Okay, why? go. You, why? you go. Why y'all giving? Why? Why? Why y'all giving her y'all money? Why? Why? Y'all the same people to give money to Sean King. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. It's the same. I'm convinced. At some point in the coming week, she's gonna release an email through GoFundMe that Sean King has helped her craft. That that's that's not. That, I don't think that's that has that's. It's the same people. It's the same people. It's the same people. <laughs> I don't it's think it same. is. You know what, Bakar and I will say, there are definitely like black women for sure are empathizing with her because we there's so many black women have done so many like damaging things to their hair in the name of fashion or in the name of let me try to do this quick fix or in the name of whatever. So there's definitely empathy there. There's definitely like we damage edges, we broken hair. Me cut too much off, we done whatever. So there's empathy there. Because the stuff she's going to have ahead of her, she clearly had no clue. But the stuff she's going to have ahead of her, like she, she had left, a long-ass road ahead of her. She left the medical professionals. Mm-hmm. She left them. Mm-hmm. The people who could help her, she said, now nah, I'm good. So she put this bullshit in her hair. She got on the internet and told us about it. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't need to know. 
She went to the medical professional. She told them, no, nah, I'm good. Now she's getting advice to sue somebody for a suit that would never happen. And now she's like, can y'all please unhelp me do the dumb shit that I willingly did and then willingly told y'all about after I willingly walked out from the healthcare professionals. So again, why are y'all doing this? Empathy, again, empathy. And you know, here's what I will say. The act itself is stupid. I don't know anything about that woman, but the act itself is stupid. But I'm also not going to say I haven't done anything. Like, I still have moments now, Karn, where I have to pause in the middle of doing something and be like, Naima, you know, this could go really left. And you should maybe not do it. So, like, for example. Naima, you put some Gorilla Glue in your hair? No. But I, I will do But I will do I'm, shit, I'm, like, I will do shit, like, stand on top of something to try to balance instead of going and get the ladder knowing I could break my neck. You know what I mean? Like, that type of shit. Which I know, I know better. Like I know better. I know it's not safe. I know I probably shouldn't do it. I don't really, I don't really play with my skin and hair. Though I don't do that. You called me from the hospital. Talk about you was trying to fix your ceiling fan <laughs> because you was standing on a church folding chair <laughs> in Taha boots. I'm gonna hang up on you. <laughs> I'm telling you right now to your face. Don't call me. Right. I'm gonna hang up on you. But see, I would do, tweets, but, I, but I would do some shit like that. Me, and they're like, when the new episode of Wednesday Service come out, I'll be like, when Naima dumbass <laughs> come back from the hospital. No, but I would do some. I would do some shit like that. I would be the bitch who would put like the folding. I wouldn't do it in the in the in the, in the thigh booth, but I would put like the folding chair on top of the bed and stand on top of them together like that. Uh-huh. I would do that. I would do that dumb shit. I would because I'd be like, it's just quick, and let me go ahead and just do this real quick. Don't don't put me down, Jim Mercy. But, but as I have gotten older, I have caught myself in those moments saying, if this went wrong, what would it be? You know how like in Final Destination they have the flash of what of what could happen? I have I have I've those had flashes. It driven behind a truck that's transporting tree logs <laughs> since that movie came right. out. So I have those flashes in my head and I'd be like, Okay, that probably won't happen, but in case it does happen, maybe let's not do this. I don't. Um, I, I don't. I don't understand. Most of the injuries over the course of my life have been due to some shit I could probably not have done. Um, but Tessica, I mean, listen, I am praying for her because that's about to be a painful role, and Sister's hair is about to be gone, and her scalp is about to be burned, and who's that shit was in her hair for a month, be. I have no idea how much damage was done to her scalp. That's going to hurt for a really long time. She's got a lot. She's got a long road ahead. She has a really long road ahead. And it probably won't be comfortable for her to wear wigs for a while. Like just, she has a long road ahead. Um, but now people are trolling with mimicking Gorilla Glue, glue foolishness. Yes. And, and one of the ones you sent me was this woman who... Apparently, it's fake. Spoofed um, using gorilla tape to do a wax, a bikini wax, and then posted a ah, video. I think it would have been a Brazilian. You know, if you're gonna be dumb, go all the way. The dumb. only reason I well, possibly the only reason I don't know is because she's like in a room fully clothed with some other people around her, and it seems like she just did it. Um, and. I, I, didn't, oh, also, I didn't think, I didn't know bikini wax. I mean, it could, whatever. Oh, wax. In the in the general vaginal area, bikini, Brazilian, 
But I, she posted I, I, a. She oh, posted, you can still get key wax. <laughs> they still do though. They still do though. Um, that was all or nothing. Nope, they definitely still do. You could you can opt for any number of uh of degrees of of hair removal. Um, so you're there. Just get it done. Just get it done. That's easy to say when you not the motherfucker that has to do this. I'm just saying. I understand. That last, that, I, that last, there's there's one spot. It's the last rip, and it's and it's the most important one. And that shit is so painful. Granted, I, it's quick, but ooh, ooh, ooh. I understand, man. That I request a thing that causes a feeling that I will never understand. <laughs> but it's also why I show hours of appreciation for the act and sacrifice. <laughs> you like the words I use there? Fair enough. Like the words fair enough. Fair enough. Um, it's why I worship at the altar. <laughs> So there um so anyway the Cover me in the blood, Jesus. Oh Lord, have mercy, God. We not we not that's not we we not gonna do that. We not Help we not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. Rain down on me. Are you done yet? You got one more? I got sure? some more. Just hold I got some more. So go. I'd rather <laughs> <laughs> The same fortune. <laughs> we going to hell. <laughs> Y'all be in prayer so that Karn doesn't damn my soul to hell because he's playing. Listen, you got. I feel like there's one more. You good? Okay. So she posted. So she posted a video that that said y'all help, and it's her on the floor. Her friend, right. like she's like got. She like had. She's like squatting on the floor. She has on a skirt. She's like it's waving. Like pouring milk on it. It looks I, like I milk. can't tell if it was milk or water, but her friend is pouring either milk or water on, on her coochie. On the box. The woman is fanning and crying at the same time. So I had questions like, why are y'all taping this instead of taking her to the emergency room? Like, I was like, was it a dare? Because she had posted earlier. Like, that should be our new segment. You know why are y'all taping this? You're right. Every week, there's, there's something. something that somebody like, dumbass puts on the internet, and it's like, why is y'all right. first reaction to take this? But then the woman was actually like, how y'all don't know the difference between a troll and a real tweet? And I'm like, you tweeted this after a woman literally glued her hair to her head with Gorilla Glue. How how do you expect people to know the difference between a troll and a real tweet? And also, my point is, my thought is, What's the point of that troll? Like, what exactly are you hoping? Like, if you if you want to post a troll that you want people to believe, how you then gonna get mad when people believe it? Is it Uchi, is it Uchiwali or is it one mic? Anyway, um, I thought this would go without saying, but y'all don't don't use industrial strength products on your skin and your hair. I think I think in this DIY era. There also have been some lines blurred, maybe some, some some lack of a certain amount of common sense because we do tend to um, cross utilize things from the kitchen to yeah. to skin and hair, but that's different because these are things that are meant to be ingested into your body anyway, which means that they're what, what safe on to... your body. But things that are meant to be used um, 
on plastics and woods and metals and like things that Nuts people and bolts. Yeah. And also like when people say, well, it says don't use it on XYZ, but not on hair. Your hair is um the finest, the most malleable thing on your body. You have to cut gum out. Like gum, if you put gum in your hair, just chewing gum, you have to cut it out of your hair. I think it would stand the reason that you're not easily going to get glue out of your hair. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What happened to the good old days when the only stuff you used in the kitchen when it came to black women hair was a uh, um, hot comb? And uh, maybe that's where you kept the castor oil. What 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 happened? Those to pink- good the good the good old days for whom? Definitely not for those of us who were getting burned behind the ear with the Marcel irons. What definitely would you rather definitely deal not with, what, for us. What would you rather deal with right now? Look on your ear or gorilla glue? I, I have infinite more options than just those two. But if <laughs> there, you had to there, pick. there's plenty of gray in between those two spaces. Which is the lesser two e? What happened? Because women pink? also used to back then. Women also used to use sometimes. Uh, iron, iron, like my mom wants burnt some of her hair off using the actual iron on her hair. Oh, no. Like literally, put your head over the ironing board before there was a flat iron. Put your oh, head no. over the ironing board and use an iron iron on your hair. Oh. And that was back when it was like the big ass, the big old oh, yeah. iron. Yeah. yeah. So women were losing their hair back then too. You saw what Slav got to do with it when all anime's hair came out. Come like, on, come on, come saying. on now. Like, let's. What happened? To Luster's pink oil moisturizer. What, what, it still exists, but it actually just sat on top of the hair. I'm just saying. We've come know. a long way. We actually have come a long way, which is why you do not need to use Gorilla Glue in your hair. Like, we all know not to use crazy glue on our skin, hair, and it was, I feel like, why would you think Gorilla Glue is any different? Because it's in a spray bottle? Okay, we spent too much time on this now. All right. Moving no, on. No, 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 no. Our oh, next look. topic involves. Well, wait. We haven't even said hello to the people. You ain't said hello to the people. No, yet. we didn't do, we didn't do the yeah. hellos at the end. Oh, Jesus. We got too many shots to get off. Okay. It, you, get, did, you about to get in the van? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I was going to introduce it by giving. See, this is. <sighs> Take a breath. I knew. Carn is so fed up today. I love. I'm so fed up with so much shit right now. <laughs> uh, Sonny. Sonny, the voice of Black America. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. So let me but, once again let me give some let me give some backstory. Carla, are you gonna give the backstory? Are you gonna get the backstory? At the altar of Sonny for getting this bitch ass nigga out the paint <laughs> on national TV. And for Joy Behar also add a little sauce on top. Yeah. Thank you. Thank thank. Thank you. So, what Carter is this lemonade serving, no, ukulele lemonade playing, Samuel Jackson and Django ass nigga mm, 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 mm. out the fucking paint on mm. Zoom. Mm. So, when you do in these interviews, there's a delay. Mm. So, after she asked her question, we had three seconds to where this nigga's face was just stuck. <laughs> that was the best part about it. So, Tell them about Anthony, punk ass, bitch ass Jones. So Van Jones was on the View last week, um, Friday. I think he, you know what the best part about this was. You know how I found out. How 
people tagging us. And, and somebody was like, oh, God, I didn't even look. Yes, and I, was like, I got tagged in it so many times and on Instagram. Um, so thank, so y'all listen to us. We're so happy that y'all listen to us. Um, so I think on Friday or Thursday, Van Jones was on The View to talk about this um, stupid-ass documentary that he's doing with Meghan McCain. Uh, what is it? The Unification of America or some stupid shit? Um some some both sides. The king is the Wonder Woman version of a king. Yes. Um, some both sidesism document. It should be called both sidesism. Uh, the documentary about both sidesism that he's doing with with Meghan McCain, whom that in and of itself disqualifies it of of any validity to me. Um, and you know, a woman who has. <laughs> What is the proper word? Literally no claim McCain. for fame no, no, or no credential at all except being John McCain's daughter. Still pledged allegiance to a party that, that disgraced her the father? leader of the party and the majority of party to be cool with them being like, fuck your dead daddy. Yeah. And you still was like, I don't your, know. Your daddy was a punk for even getting caught. That's what Trump said. Like they Trump trying said to that. ban your mama right. <laughs> in Arizona. From just doing regular stuff and you still like, and I'm a Republican. This is the most this is who Van Jones. I'm sorry. This is who Anthony is working with. So my huh. So um they got on the view and and as is appropriate, Van is asked by the black people on the panel about the fact that black Americans do okay. not trust his ass. You know, and that, and they ask him about, you know, accusations about him flip flopping and being an opportunist and about his relationships in the Trump family. As they should have. It is a entertainment, you know, news show, but these are journalists sitting at the table, right? Like The View was started by one of the foremost journalists. In America, even though the she's OG, not, even triple, though she's, even OG. though she's not on the show anymore, you know, shout out to Barbara Walters. Let's remember where the View came. And matter of fact, in the beginning, the View was three journalists, yes, four, three journalists, a lawyer, enjoy, enjoy, right. So it actually was more news than entertainment, right? It was Barbara, it was Meredith, it was Barbara, enjoy. Meredith, Lisa Ling, Lisa Ling. Lisa Ling and Joy Lisa and Star, and even Star for your ass. Yeah, <laughs> and even Star was a you know a, a legal commentator, right? Or a legal correspondent. Yeah, a legal correspondent. So Joy was the outlier in the beginning. So if you want to, I mean, I know since then the view has gone through all these you know evolutions and iterations, but at its core, there is always supposed to be a hard news component, at least one hard news representative at the table, always. Um, and and it used to be that the journalist was always the anchor. Now Whoopi's the anchor, but it used to be before that that the journalist was always the anchor, right? So, um, so with that said, like it should have been expected of Van, who is employed by CNN, that which is also at this point entertainment news and not just news, um, that there should have been some actual questions given to him. And producers have said that he that he was told he was going to be asked these things. Um, apparently he had a problem with Sonny's tone, whatever the fuck that means. Um, I guess he expected, I guess he expected softballs. 
you know. Um, but yeah, they called his ass to the carpet and he was stuttering and stumbling. Because uh, what can you really say? And because he's never really challenged on these things. Um, so good good for them. And good for y'all protagonists. Listen, every I feel like the scales are falling away from people's eyes when it comes to being a little bit more each day. And that makes me very happy. Because Dan Jones surrounds himself with black people who don't understand politics. Well, he doesn't surround himself with black people at all. That's the first no, thing. No, but the black people he, that he does, yes, don't understand it. Like someone would be like, well, what about that nonprofit thing he's got with Jay-Z and Meek Mill? Exactly. Look who the other two black people are in. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And, and so when he's working with these white people, they're like, oh, perfect front man we can use. Well, I've actually been told by a very trusted source who works in the uh, organ- organization space that Van uh, isn't trusted by the larger organizations and, and by people who really work in the, the activist and organization space. They don't, they, they see that he waffles too much. He, mm. he doesn't say, I mean, Mm. I think the most consistent thing he tells the line on is is criminal justice reform to a point, right? To a mm. point. And that's only been for the past four years, really. So because when he was in the Obama White House, he was working on green initiatives. Mm. And then at some and then at another point he was working on tech initiatives. Mm. Um so yeah, he's not he talks a good he talks an okay game. It's not even really a good game. So whatever the trending topic is in that administration. He's a kite. He, he, just, he just be over here. The wind go. The man's a kite. Uh, the man's a windmill. Um, but I think people are starting to see it. I, that would be my greatest hope is that we are moving out of the age of um, motherfuckers just being able to, to, to platform off of bullshit off of like just whatever's popping at the time. Like it's been way too easy, I feel like, for the past few years for people to be able to latch on to um like just a little niche area of vocalization and build a whole thing around it without any substance. You know what the sad part is about this? What? Um I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna go there. Uh oh. I saw retweets uh, on my timeline of someone who was tweeting in support of Van and retweeting people who were releasing tweets of support of Van. And guess who it was? Who was it? The person you called me the most about because they have hitched their name with Sean King. Oh, um, Lee? Stacy Lee Merritt. <laughs> Well, of course they all. Of course they're all gonna be in league together because like, the same shit, same shit, same know, like, shit. Birds, this. feathers, etc. Two sides of Morehouse. Jesus is two sides because this is getting ridiculous. Birds, feathers, etc. Um, Anytime you find yourself siding with Van Jones and white ass Sean King, yeah, you really got to reconsider. Yeah, look yourself you in the mirror and ask yourself some questions. You got to reconsider your take on a bunch of things. You got to reconsider your philosophy on some shit. You got to reconsider your philosophy on life. You got to reconsider your philosophy on life. Um, 
I want to. Last week we were going to talk about the fact that the Super Bowl was coming, and we forgot because we got the we got the whatever. I don't even remember what the hell got us off on that tangent last Talking week. About people laughing. Yes, it was that. Um, but the Super Bowl was on Sunday, which I literally forgot until like 5 p.m. on Sunday. Um, I think I said before on here that I really have ignored all professional sports seasons during the pandemic. I just have pretended they're not happening. Um, so, you know, I know you watched. Uh, it was the Brady Bowl again, which, I mean, can we just... Shouldn't there come no. a point at which folks no. are just like, Tom Brady can't play in the Super Bowl anymore? But anyway, um, no. talk, talk to me about the Super Bowl, but more importantly, talk to me about... Um, the weekend oh, and okay. half-time those performance. Are, those, are, those, are, those are two things. Those are two really good talking points okay. that I'm uh, experts on. One, perfect. Um, let's talk about my white savior, white Jesus, Tom Brady. This is what uh, you're not going to do. We're not going to sit here and talk about... No, Karen. We are not going to talk no, about... Have to explain. We're not going to talk just, about how bullshit Sean King is and then you come and praise the, the poster boy of white uh oppressive bullshit just no, like he's like he's difference. literally like the ken doll of, of racist okay go ahead not that he himself uh, is racist but he represents everything well, i mean he is a trump supporter but go ahead we do not know that either um i think we do i think we know that I, I i'm pretty sure we know that i didn't know you did this for a living at this, this, at this i'm pretty this, sure he said did he not say that i'm pretty sure don't he said did that. that okay um Here's the thing about Tom Brady that people don't realize. I'm a personal fan. I'll always be a fan because, like, that has been my quarterback since he got the starting job at Michigan in 1998. Showed up in Ann Arbor in 95, recruiting class, Charles Woodson, who became a Hall of Famer um, this past weekend as well. Um, I am also one of the very few Patriots, Black Patriots fans on earth, not from the Boston area. Um and for someone who writes about sports and race for a living, people can never understand that. And I'm like, look, I do not, I'm not saying that we ain't dirty, <laughs> that we don't cheat sometimes. Here's the thing about the Patriots that I do respect from Robert Kraft, the owner, getting caught at the rub and tug massage gallery on his way to Kiki with Trump to Bill Belichick saying he was cool with Trump back in the day and they've been good, even though he turned down the medal. And from the whatever the medal was, the medal of freedom from Trump a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, the congressional, sorry. Congressional, the congressional medal of freedom. To Brady catching all which the hell. Is, sorry, which is the highest award you can get as a non, um, as a non, as a civilian. Yes, to Brady skipping out on White House visits under Trump and under Obama. And he caught all the hell because he had a MAGA hat in his locker six years ago. And then that shit just disappeared. The reason I can sleep well at night is because I am one of the few people that can differentiate between the art and the artist, the athlete and the person. I can be like, you're a trash-ass individual. You're a piece of shit. But when you do your job, whatever you do, I can highly appreciate and cheer for that. A lot of people can't, and I respect that. So if you can't do that, I get it. I'm not going to throw it in your I'm face. I'm not mad at that, but you ain't got to call him White Jesus. That's no, what we don't I call have to. him White Jesus because that's my funny nickname for him because of how 
my white counterparts in the media put him on a pedestal. So I'm just like, yeah, he white Jesus. Um, I do it as like a parody, as a mocking thing. Um, but here's the thing about the Patriots. At least I know the Patriots ain't shit. It's like back in the day, how we would always say, and you can, we talked about this on Lovecraft Country when we did reviews of that. Back in the day, if you ask black people of a certain age, it was easier to live in the South because the racism was overt. You knew where to go. You had a green book. You stayed on that side of town. They left you alone if you was in your area. When it was the Great Migration and people wanted to go to Boston and New York and Chicago and Detroit, where the racism was coded and it was hidden, that's when everybody got hit on the side of the face because when Martin Luther King came up to Chicago to march, that's when he got hit with a brick. It wasn't in Montgomery, wasn't in Selma, wasn't in Atlanta. Right. It was in Chicago when they hit him upside with a brick. And he was even like, yo, when they set up shop here in Chicago for a couple months, he was like, yo, it's worse up here than it is down there because at least down there, I know where it's coming from. I tell he, people that all the time. I got to leave my head on a swivel. And I'm like, with the Patriots, I know what they are. These other NFL teams and their owners, that's because they cutting their checks. You think they give care about black people? Let's talk about Detroit Lions from the state of Michigan where I'm from. Let's talk about the former owner going into the locker room, Martha Ford, and telling the players, yo, if y'all stop kneeling, I will give however many million y'all want to to whatever charity please to get up. She's literally on the record for trying to bribe players. And people were caught off guard and like, oh my God, I can't believe she did that. And I'll be like, yes, you trying to get mad at me for cheering for a team that's really good on the field, but I know that they ownership ain't shit, so I can live with that because I know where they, where they, their, their ties lie. But I'm like, you out here getting blindsided because you thought you were cheering for one of the good NFL franchises coming to find out that they give less shits than anybody on earth. Because I have been to these owner meetings. Oh, I have yeah. sat on the front row. I know what goes down on these meetings, how they really don't give a fuck at all. And I'm like, that dude right there don't never let me down because I know he don't give two shits. But the oh. ones up here on the diversity council of uh, Bidwell out for the Arizona Cardinals, you was on a diversity council, but you was out here tweeting from the Cardinals' official um, Twitter account trying to big up Kavanaugh, talking about, no, I went to school with him. He a good dude. Elect him. Black people out in Arizona was like, what the fuck? Mm. Should have did some research on your <laughs> owner, playboy. Okay. So, <laughs> you okay. The game. so we've established that you are a fan of Brady in a very roundabout way. I get it. I got you. Okay, so now let's talk about Sunday. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the game. He was outstanding. Okay. He was outstanding. Um, it was a complete blowout. Um, Kansas City got their ass. That's blew. why it's no fun to watch anytime Brady's playing. Nobody's going to blow out the no, fun this, to watch. This, this is the funny part. This was the actual only Super Bowl of the 10 he's been in that didn't come down to the last play. The last it, Super Bowl I went to, down to the last play. The last Super Bowl I went to was the Patriots game. I was so bored. I was so bored. I was bored. Out about the Rams two years ago in Atlanta. No, it wasn't that one. It was. It was actually a while ago because they've been to so many of them. It was actually a while ago, and actually the last one I was supposed to go to 
I want to say was also the last one I was supposed to go to, which was the year my dad died, was also Patriots. It was Patriots and it, it was Patriots and um Hawks. I mean, not I mean Patriots and Falcons. Shit. That Patriots was and Falcons. Riveting game. Um, but that was the year my, my dad died like the day before I was supposed to leave, so I didn't go. And then but I went um a few years before that. Who did they play? I don't remember. I just remember those Patriots and I was fucking bored. Giants? No, because that was here. They, no, they no, played it wasn't. twice. Um, I don't know, Karin. Anyway, because I wasn't paying attention to the game. Like, you don't pay attention. I mean, I'm talking about when I actually went to the game. I wasn't paying attention to the game because it was a blowout. So it was like, whatever. But anyway, I say None all that to say... games have I, ever been a blowout. That's what I'm telling you. They no, all come down to the last play. No, it was definitely a blowout. It was definitely like my second quarter when New Patriots were winning. Every or they Or they Patriots. led most of the game, at least. Every Super Bowl they have ever been in till Sunday has come down to the final play in the final drive. Okay. Every single one. That. I re- well, maybe I was just bored because it was the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, in general. Anyway, so Sunday's game. So he was excellent. It was a blowout. And what? actually it was the it was the Tampa Bay defense. And what was so funny about the Super Bowl on Sunday was there were seven head coaching vacancies this year over the last couple weeks and months that got filled. Only one went to a black coach. And the, and the league is 70% black. One went to an African-American coach, I should say. There were two minority head coaches hired. Three of the four coordinators in the Super Bowl were black. And all of them did an outstanding job, which is why it was like, this is what happens when you hire these sorry-ass white coaches and you lose. And you never give the good ass black coaches a job. And when you do give them a job, they get fired after two years. Mm-hmm. But you draft terribly, you're terrible in free agency, and they have nothing to work with. That's that that's the NFL. That's the league. And right. That's why okay. it is it is a a league that they had the audacity to show a commercial during the Super Bowl. Talking about the $250 million they have committed to combating systemic racism. Oh, I'm ignoring the while NFL. Also, continue. And people were kneeling in the commercial, right? Continue to blackball Colin Kaepernick, right. which is a form of systemic racism. And they, and they were, weren't they kneeling in the commercial? I probably, I just remembered. Looking up, seeing the last part, like we had played two hundred fifty million dollars, but I was like, "Cap, cap, cap, not in the league, though." Roger Goodell say every. <laughs> Roger Goodell will do everything except say he was wrong about Calvin Kaepernick. It's, he said it. He, he did. Said he it. said he was wrong. He said he was wrong. Yeah. Yes, he said it multiple times. Then why are there the so lot Is he hasn't corrected the wrong? Right. That's what I don't understand. If you if you actually said you were wrong, why are why is he still not able to? play why well, was it such a hassle when it when it finally looked like he was getting a workout when it looked like that shit was a setup anyway whatever um tell me about the weekend tell me about, no no no. what would what did the stands look like like were people there what did they do it was were people in the 20, boxes it looked like it was full because it had all these paper cutouts okay but i believe there were twenty thousand vaccinated healthcare workers okay that were the fans that makes sense Okay. Um, so it was safe from that standpoint. So they printed out 
what stadiums use like what forty thousand, fifty thousand. So they print out like forty, fifty thousand cutouts for them too. Because for a hundred dollars, if you send in the picture, they would put oh, your cutout. Oh, that's very smart. That's, that's very smart. That's actually very had, smart. And you still get revenue. We had Abel Tesfe. Yes. As the halftime How's entertainment, that? and I didn't have an issue with it. Because I'm an old school weekend fan. Like, I am a diehard House of Balloons Thursday, Echoes of Silence, the original trilogy fan when mm-hmm. we thought the weekend was a group. Right. And there weren't any photos for him for like almost a year. I right. am that kind of fan. So once he dropped the first album, you know, he started going pop. He's so popular. He, he, he stopped doing like all the songs with Drake. Like one one song per album, The Weeknd will give you a House of Balloons type mm-hmm. song. And every time he gets his heart broken, he'll give you like a three, four, five EP that mm-hmm. feels like 2010 House of Balloons. So me as the original fan, I'm like, yo, I am so happy for this dude. Like if you would have told me in 2010 that that dude with headline a Super Bowl, I'd be like, you fucking lie. You so know, I am happy for his success, but the old diehard fans like me, like we miss the old. I think so about I think often that I think that is I think if Frank Ocean hadn't decided to be so weird sometimes, like I not to say Weekend isn't equally talented. My biggest problem with the weekend is that he can't sing and everybody keeps acting like he can sing that motherfucker cannot sing. Like he's so warbly. But he's talented. But I feel like so much of where the weekend's been for the past couple of years was supposed to be Frank space, except Frank got to Frank became like Terrence. No, he couldn't. Frank, Frank became like Terrence Trent Darby or something. I don't know. He just got he got too deep for his own good. But the thing that Frank was missing that the weekend has was international appeal. Mm-hmm. Like people forget that, like, nah, the dude's Canadian he's from Toronto. So when he blows up, he literally has two countries right. behind him. Right. So his success here was automatic international success being from Toronto. Then he came up with Drake, and it was just like he had automatic access to fans that a dude just from New Orleans was probably not going to get no matter how good he was. Frank had a pretty wide reach, though. Now, yeah, Let's Frank not... was the shit. But how how much can how far can you get? And you only have two hours. That's what I'm saying. If he hadn't stopped, if he had kept going and kept yeah. growing, the trajectory that he was on, the Nostalgia oh, he... Ultra to to the uh... the trajectory to um the uh orange the channel orange the trajectory Frank was on. Oh, Frank was Frank was going. Frank was going. Trust. I don't know if he would have hit Super Bowl. I will say this. I feel like it's an early time in a career to hit a Super Bowl headline. And I don't know if the weekend would have got that shot in a non-pandemic year. You know what I'm saying? Super Bowl is the biggest. No, um, he definitely would have got the shot. You think so? Because he's got something going for him that other artists don't. One, he has massive pop and global hits. Mm-hmm. And two, he is. He is someone that is viewed and is anti-political. 
So when he got the Super Bowl, I was like, that makes sense. That's not a dude that's going to push against. But there are other. Like, no, I'm no, not doing that because of how the NFL but is. But there, there are other artists. There are other artists who fill that criteria. And the other thing about the Super Bowl who? headline gig, but keep in mind, the other thing about the Super Bowl headline gig you have to remember is that it is not, it is not based on current hits. You do not have to have be an artist with current stuff out in order to headline the Super Bowl. You can be legacy. You can be... So there is a, a certain amount of depth in your career that's expected, every, especially since they went back. I mean, granted, Rock Nation being involved, I'm sure it has something to do with choosing the weekend, but it's because you have to be able to fill that that time. And he's I got think, 11 years. Huh? He's, got 11, he's been on 11-year run. I understand he has an 11-year run, but you think about artists who usually take the field. They usually actually have more time than that. Like, when Bruno was on, he wasn't a headliner. He was somebody else's guest. He was Maroon 5's guest. You know what I'm saying? Like, the headliner usually has more than a 10-year yeah, He did career. twice, because he did with Beyonce, too. That was the same thing. They, that yeah. was not Beyonce headlining. That was Beyonce headlined a different year. Beyonce was out as part of Maroon 5's. Was it not Maroon Was it not Maroon 5? Was Chris Martin? Maroon 5? Coldplay. 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 It's cold, you know, the white boy. Maroon 5 was, was 20... 18. But Bruno and Beyonce were part of Coldplay's thing. Um, so usually it is maybe when Gaga did it, she might have only been 11 years deep. Um, that's very possible. So uh, I'll say that. But I'm just saying that I think I saw a lot of people saying that the show that the performance was weird. You obviously liked it. It wasn't that I didn't like it. I didn't have a problem. Like I was like, yeah, that's People who didn't like it, I was just like, all right, those people weren't going to like it anyway because they don't like The weekend. But do you think it met the standards for, again, Super Bowl halftime is the biggest televised performance you yeah. can get. It's the biggest audience you can reach. It I think that. he gave the best show he could have gave. Like, he's not going to dance. Mm-hmm. He's not a strong singer. So was it a, was it worthy he of... He makes good songs. Was it worthy of Super Bowl halftime? Yes. Okay. Because and I say that because I'm like, who now in 2021? The NFL has to realize, and I don't think people realize this. Before, we remember when getting the Super Bowl was yo. It still hmm. is. It's not that anymore. No. Okay, now you okay, I thought you do this for a living. I thought I'm the one who did this for a living, like yeah. you told me earlier. The Super Bowl is still the penultimate booking you can get. Carl, how are you going to argue it? Which one of us actually works in this space? Are you kidding me right now? Listen, you work on I the know, sports side. I work I on the entertainment I know, side. I know what Trust you're saying me. about the music. The Super I'm Bowl saying is still from, the ultimate booking you can get as a performer. As it is the biggest. Who, I was there, front seat for the Maroon 5 debacle. Yes, as, a, as somebody and that was, shit changed. Okay, but I'm telling like you... That. From the other side, for a person who works with artists at artist careers, the Super Bowl is still the biggest booking you can get. Period. It is still a career. It still has the potential to be a career changing booking. A catalog revitalizer is still the biggest impact on sales that you can have on your catalog. It's still all of those things. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I saw. Maroon 5 getting jammed up so bad, they canceled their press conference the day before it's about. 
Okay, but still, it's still, it's still a yeah. massive booking. Because also the weekend is not, the weekend is, like you said, he's a pop artist. We're also further away from, even though we're still talking about Kaepernick, the we I didn't see anybody judging the weekend for taking this booking. Yeah, because that's that's what I was like. We're he's he's he it. is a guy, he's in that area where it's just like But it's still it's still a massive, it's still massive, it's still a massive get. Um, all right. So we're over, we're overtime, as we always are. One of the other things I wanted to mention before we go, um, is um I wanna say rest in peace to Mary Wilson, who's one of the co-founders of the Supremes. Oh, can we talk about that clip you posted? Yes, that's what I want to get to that. Um so Mary Wilson, you know, when people talk about the Supremes and the Supremes legacy, literally like the blueprint for girl groups, um, without the Supremes, there is no Destiny's Child. Just watch Dream um, Girls. Shit. Yeah, just watch Dream Girls. Uh if Diane Diana Ross is to Beyonce what Mary Wilson is to Kelly Rowland. Um, except while, they cool. <laughs> huh? Right, right. Except except Beyonce except Kim, and Kelly Beyonce are cool. Grew up in the same house. Right, except Kelly and Beyonce are family. Um, and no, and literally nobody fucks with Diana Ross. Um, so you know when people talk about the Supremes, they talk about Diana because obviously she was the face. But Diana also left the group relatively early on. Mary Wilson was the longest running original member of the Supremes. And kept the group going. And the co-founder. Huh? And the co-founder. Yep, and the co-founder from the primates to Supremes and kept the group going even after Diana Ross left. And Mary Wilson... Which I'm not mad at Diana for dipping, though. <laughs> no, I mean, it was a plan. I'm out. It was I'm a plan. Out. <laughs> I'm out. Um, and is known to have been very warm, very gracious, um, funny. I just heard somebody just told me a story about meeting her a couple of years ago. And the stories that she was telling about folks from back in the day. Um, my uncle, my uncle's girlfriend, like years ago, this is like in the 90s, early 90s, he had he was dating this woman who sang backup for Mary's review act at the time. Um, and at the time, and I didn't, I wasn't, I was like, it's a it's a Supremes cover cover group, whatever. I did, it wasn't really occurring to me that it was like actually like, you know, Mary Wells or whatever. But um, but she said, but she also had lovely things to say about her. But anyway, I posted a clip today, which is my favorite Soul Train clip of all time. Damn, damn. Which is which is saying a lot because I love Soul Train. I love classic Soul Train, and there's a lot of amazing Soul Train. Like there's so many amazing Soul Train clips from the like that first decade run of the Shamar Shamar Moore just hitting them with the yeah that first decade run of Soul Train. This fun like phenomenal footage. Phen- like. The fir- and I know I'm going on a tangent. The first time I saw uh, the show where Ike and Tina performed, and it was during that span of time that Was Love Got to Do It, it covers. And watching a live interview, realizing, I think it was the first time I actually watched Tina and Ike do, or really it was Tina doing an interview and Ike standing back there in brooding, the just like it was on the show, just like it was, I mean, in the movie. I was like, Yo, this is really bug. This is really bug to watch because so many of us like associate that movie so closely with Ike and Tina. You don't, when you think about it, we don't actually see a lot of Ike and Tina footage. Footage, yeah. We don't see a lot of it. So that watching that interview really bugged me out. But any, because it was exactly like it was in the movie for whatever other show that was. But anyway, um, so there's a Don Cornelius very rarely let down this um. Kind of stoic. The mantra. Yeah, the stoic, like, you know, 
cool, yes, but like a very controlled cool. Good evening. A very unbothered. It was a very like unemotional, almost rude, like in terms of how he would not react to artists, right? Like Don. Don he did rea- not break character. Don wasn't reacting to no fucking body, right? And if you watch American Soul, I think they um on on BET, I think they did a really good job of explaining the backstory on 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 his personality and his persona and why he was like that. And one and part of that was Don himself never went down the Soul Train line as host. Um, he did Except- not. Da- where Shamar, you know, Shamar Moore used to dance and boogie and do. Don wasn't doing none of that shit. And he really didn't laugh. He really didn't do none of that shit until Mary Wells came on the show. And I have never seen an artist bring Don out of character and be regular as Don. Right? He went into player mode. Player mode. Quick. With Mary and he said, he said, whatever you want, we can make happen. If you want to dance. <laughs> and then she was like, Well, can I can I dance with you, Don? He was like, Oh yeah. No, did she be pointing? He said, No, she gonna dance with, with me. me. But then later he was like, Yeah, yeah, I'll dance with you. No, on television, no. But his ass got on television. And it is the one and only time I was trying to do a different dance. <laughs> it was the one and only time Don Cornelius was on the Soul Train line. Was with Mary Wilson, and it was it was perfect because it was Fred Weasley and the JBs doing it to death. There is not a better song, huh? He didn't go down the Soul Train line with Mary Wilson. He was digging Don got it in, and then went back, and then came back with Florence Ballard and Cindy Birdsong, who were the other two members of the Supremes at the time, and damn near busted his ass because he was feeling good to him. He was trying to kick and shit. Like, Don was getting it. But I, but if y'all go to my Twitter or Instagram, I posted it on both, um, watching him respond to her. Because she was fine now. Mary was fine. This, this, this is the point I got to bring up before we go. Yeah. Watching that clip today, I instantly got mad at Dreamgirls. And I was like, wait. Because she would have been the Anoki, 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 Rose. No, no, Jennifer Hudson. No, that's not her. Jennifer Hudson was Florence Ballard. Listen, listen. Jennifer Hudson was Florence Ballard. She was, uh, Mary was Anika Noni Rose. I love Anika Noni Rose. Mm -hmm. Love. But what I saw in that clip, Mm -hmm. I was like, nah, nah, man. Y'all, 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 y'all have to do some better casting. (laughs) That what I saw in that yellow, no, y'all. I needed I needed somebody with some Rihanna energy that was gone. <laughs> yeah, that was right. she seduced the coolest man on earth on live TV. Right. Anika, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they gotta they didn't they didn't do that right. They didn't they, somebody fucked up on their research. Well, we also do have to remember, I think, in, and I think in the original Broadway production, that character would have been. Well, hmm. it, it wasn't, it wasn't. Uh, I'm trying to think because, because. The, Roar, and it no, wasn't Cheryl a, was actually Dina. I know. And. Um, What's our girl? My girl with the body, my girl from um, Waiting to Exhale. Why can I never remember her name when I want it? She was. Um, Jared Carmichael's Effie. mama, Carmichael Show. 
She was Effie. Who was the third person? Let me look at that. And I know we got to go. Um, Uncle Clifford's grandma. Oh, <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to Mary Wilson because she deserves, um, she deserves a lot more. Also, shout out to David Foster who has all the money because he produced the original Dreamgirls uh, Broadway album. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Mary Wilson because she deserves more. Uh, she deserves to be mentioned more. And also, I want to mention that Barry Gordy, Diana Ross, and Smokey Robinson um, have outlived everybody from their era. Except, oh, it's Otis, it's, oh, I mean, from their, well, he was he was the baby, though. Yeah, he was the baby. Is, um, is Otis still, Otis died finally, right? Is Otis still alive? We just know nobody came to see him. Nobody came to see him. I feel like Otis <laughs> finally died. We just know nobody came to see him. Um, when Barry, and this is no shots to Barry Gordy and Diana Ross, but when they pass, the books and the movies that are going to be made. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. I hope they, listen. I, listen, no, no, no. I don't, I don't. Whenever oh I Jennifer Jennifer Holiday was Effie, Loretta Devine Loretta Devine yeah, was in um the Laurel, which is the Mary Wilson, Who and Loretta Devine back in the day, by the way, body fire body yeah. of a goddess. fire. Okay, in I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if whenever they do a Diana Ross movie. While she's still with us, or they got to do it where she's after gone. She if they're going to do it right, it wasn't that. This is what I want people to understand, because there's going to be some things that people learn mm-hmm. and get upset with and don't like. Y'all, this was like she was the first. Like she had to do some shady shit I in mean, order to get there. That's a fair. Like that's a fair assessment. All, all these R and B ones that y'all love so much now. And they able to do what they cook the way they want to cook. It's because Diana had to be like, you know what? I'll be the asshole. <laughs> so when y'all see Diana acting the way she act and be like, why is she still putting on like that? It's because she can. And she's earned it. It and is she's Diana because she can. And she's the boss. Up. She's the boss. And also, she gave us Tracy Ellis Ross. And if you give us Tracy Ellis Ross, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> as far as Fair. Fair enough. All right. On that note, well, no, let me bring it back because we can't end on Diana Ross but the whole point was Mary Wilson. Rest in peace of Mary Wilson. That, that's half the problem now. That's <laughs> half the goddamn problem. Rest in peace of Mary Wilson. She probably had like this bitch. Um, rest, in peace, rest in peace of Mary Wilson. You Mary, stole my segment? You deserve, you deserve your flowers. Um, and, and like y'all... If y'all don't know much about her, again, her her solo career wasn't as big as her career as part of Supremes, but she herself was fire. So on that note, we do recognize, even though we never fucking said hey to y'all, well, Karin didn't. Um, please remember, you can catch up with all the Count the Dings shows on the Count the Dings feed, on any platform where you listen to podcasts, but we much prefer you watch us. If you go to YouTube, find Count the Dings. All of our programming is there, including us. So if you're listening to this right now, you need to turn it off. And go watch it. Um, even though Karin didn't show us his purple rain shirt that he has on right and now. The Prince and the Revolution t-shirt. Oh, it's Prince know. and Revolution. See, all I could see was the P. I couldn't even oh, see which one. Oh, look, ten dollars. 
Oh yeah, dollars. the purple racer. Yeah. At Target. Um, y'all better y'all better not sleep. So Shut up Target. So um yeah, you should be watching us and not listening to us. You should also be watching listening or watching. Listening to or watching Crazy Sexy Cool, uh, the Bomb Podcast, Woke Bros, and Growing Up the Same. And we recognize that you could be listening or watching anything in the world right now and you chose to be with us. And we thank you and we'll see you next week. Thank you.